Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, Google has added Latino owned to the identity attributes that are available in Google My Business. This was first noticed by Crystal Tang, who posted about it on Twitter. Um, this adds Latino owned to a list of attributes that appear in Google My Business under the heading from the business. The list also contains, identifies as black owned, identifies as veteran led, and identifies as women led. The term identity attributes, I think, was first coined by Colin Nielsen and has become the common way to refer to this set of attributes. As Crystal Tang pointed out, the launch of the new Latino-owned attribute seems to be timed to coincide with the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month, which began on September 15th. Google has been adding new identity attributes to Google My Business on a fairly regular basis. The Black-owned attribute first appeared in 2020, and Women-led first appeared in 2018. Though it will probably take some time for Latino-owned to show up in search results, we can expect it will, appear, it will appear in a format that's very similar to what we've seen with other identity attributes, where the um, local pack result uh, contains the attribute if you search uh, with a phrase that also includes that attribute. So for instance, if I search today for Black-owned personal injury attorney, Los Angeles, California, there's a screenshot of this example in the Monday Memo blog post, uh, you will see that the first two local pack results show identifies as Black-owned as part of the search result. So we, we can expect that the uh, identifies as Latino-owned attribute will show up similarly once Google has enough data to start displaying it. Um, Nielsen, in a recent blog post on the topic of identity attributes, pointed out that they are actually a local search ranking factor if the query the person types in contains that attribute. Google will be more likely to show that result, uh, a matching result in the local pack. It's also worth noting that Yelp has a list of identity attributes uh, as well, and it's a somewhat more extensive list with more options than Google currently makes available to us. And if you missed the local U advance in August, Claire Carlisle has an incredibly useful write-up of important takeaways on the Bright Local blog from presentations by Joy Hawkins, Rachel Anderson, Greg Gifford, and more. The post is so detailed that it isn't easy to summarize. Suffice to say that those with an interest in the following topics uh, should go and read the whole thing. Uh, local SEO photo optimization, content usefulness signals, link building for local, and Google Analytics. In our next item, speaking of EAT or EAT, Search Engine Journal has published the first article in a new six-part series entitled Your Guide to Google EAT, written by a group of experts that includes Lily Ray and Roger Monty uh, and a few others. In the first installment, Search Engine Journal's Anna Crow explains that EAT is part of Google's core algorithm and has been flagged as a very important consideration in Google's search quality rater guidelines. 
It was first added to the guidelines in 2014. And it takes into account the expertise of the author, that's the E part, as well as the authoritativeness and trustworthiness, A and T, uh, of the author, the content of the page, and the website itself. EAT is not a ranking factor exactly. It's better thought of as a standard that you need to meet if you want to stand a good chance of ranking for the content that you publish. There are several tactics uh, recommended by Crow to uh, make sure to employ to make sure that you're meeting the EAT standard uh, for your web pages. One of them is to publish about us information showing your author's credentials. Another is to use experts in your field as authors. Another is to use headers to make the purpose of your content clear. Also updating content regularly as circumstances change, so no out-of-date content. Linking to high-quality sources, considering multiple viewpoints, and paying attention to your online reputation since positive reviews are a signal of trustworthiness. Also worthy of mention in Search Engine Journal, is another article by Anna Crow on the eight search ranking factors that matter the most, as well as a deep analysis by Danny Goodwin and others that assesses the ranking import importance of 88 on and off page SEO factors. All of these articles are linked in the Monday Memo blog post. Back in April, Twitter launched Professional Profiles, a feature whereby businesses and users in a few other categories could create expanded profiles. Local businesses are a particular target for the new functionality and can now qualify to display about modules that show the business location along with a link to launch directions in your preferred mapping app and a contact button that can initiate communication via text, email, direct message, or phone. These expanded Twitter profiles may be difficult to find, however, since there is no local search functionality tied to them. That's not the case with WhatsApp, which has launched a new local directory business in Brazil. Businesses can create profiles using the WhatsApp business app to display their name, category, profile picture, address, hours of operation, website, product services, social links, emails, and descriptions. Facebook hopes to build out WhatsApp as a local search destination in the parts of the world where WhatsApp is more heavily used than Facebook. Next, we have an article from Barry Schwartz that reminds us of a feature that, although it may not be brand new, further emphasizes the need to curate the images that appear in your Google My Business profiles. So in Google Maps for Desktop, if you mouse over any map pin, a pop-up window appears that brings up a capsule version of the business profile and displays a prominent carousel of images. You can click on the arrows, in the carousel to scan through several of the images in that location's gallery with the last item in the carousel being a more images link that takes you to the full gallery if there are that many images to display. The user experience is similar to what you see in the Google Maps app where search results also show a carousel. It looks a little bit different, but there's a carousel that displays at the top of results. So this is really a good reminder that if you aren't managing your GMB images, it's random user photos that consumers are going to see in these very prominent carousels, photos that may or may not show your business in a favorable light. Lastly, and also from Barry Schwartz, comes news that a bug caused the website link to temporarily disappear from profiles of hotels in the Google Hotels interface. The website button 
which usually appears alongside directions, save and share near the top of the main profile page for each hotel, went missing on September 15th as reported on Twitter by Luck Pennicate and confirmed by Tim Capper. However, on September 16th, Google's Danny Sullivan posted on Twitter that the buttons had been restored and that their removal was apparently a bug. Sullivan reported that Google was exploring the issue and any further instances should be reported to him directly. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlison, and we'll see you next time on The Weekly Update.